and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, your host, Ben Martin from www.benmartin-music.com. Absolutely scorcher of a day here today. Um, I'm sitting in my office and I am sweating bullets and I've literally only been here for, I think, 42 minutes and I am dying. Uh, I need to get this air conditioning fixed, that's for sure. So hopefully it hasn't put uh, any of my guitars or anything out of tune. So fingers crossed everything is all good for this episode. Now, thank you to everybody that went over and followed us on Instagram at Blues Guitar Show Podcast. It is a massive help to get this content out there. Thank you to everyone who subscribed to the mailing list, went over to the website and signed up for your free ebook downloads. And thank you to the few of you that have started to buy our new Blues Guitar Show podcast t-shirts. If you want to find the t-shirts, you can head over to www.benmartin-music.com or you can head over to the Instagram and you can see a link in the bio over there. For this episode, we're going to look at one of my favourite acoustic blues guitarists, and that is Eric Clapton. Now, I'm certain that if you're listening to a blues guitar podcast, Eric Clapton is very familiar to you. You need no introduction to him, but I always like to check out the iTunes bio of some of these people. So I'm just going to read you some of the iTunes bio and see if maybe we learn something a little bit interesting about Mr. Clapton. So it says, In the mid-1960s, the words Clapton is God became a familiar spray-paint sign around London. But throughout his career, the artist-born Eric Patrick Clapton in 1945 carried himself with the humility of a mere mortal. After all, this was a guy who left the British invasion trailblazers the Yardbirds in 1965 because he felt they were becoming too commercial. Never one for the outsized theatrics of peers like Jimi Hendrix or Jimmy Page, Clapton favoured a more graceful style that mainlined the pain longing at the heart of the blues. Since the late 60s, however, that purism has been balanced by a trend-setting savvy, with Cream, Clapton drafted the new blueprints for psych rock and heavy metal. As a solo artist in the 70s, he imported reggae into the mainstream by covering Bob Marley's I Shot the Sheriff and shaped the arena rock canon with his tough-as-nails take on J.J. Cale's cocaine. Decades later, he was grieving the death of his four-year-old son Connor in 1991 and wrote the acoustic song Tears in Heaven. It featured on his MTV Unplugged set from the same era. It had heralded Clapton's elder statesman phase, during which he has reasserted his dedication to the blues through Robert Johnson tribute albums and collaborations with B.B. King, while crossing over to, an, to the adult contemporary charts via the babyface produced him Change the World. But Clapton's multifaceted legacy lives on through modern-day guitar heroes like John Mayer, Gary Clark Jr., who, like Eric, wield some serious chops in service of soulful, straight-from-the-heart pop. Now, I learned a lot of guitar stuff from my dad, and my dad was a huge Eric Clapton fan. In fact, when my parents met, my mum often said that all he, all he listened to was Eric Clapton. So I remember listening to a lot of Eric Clapton in my younger life, and the Unplugged album was one of the, ones, one of the first ones that I really, really fell in love with. My dad had the old uh, tab book for that album, and my brother had the one for... Riding with the King. So those two albums I learned a lot of guitar stuff from. So what we're going to do in this episode is look at how he plays some of the riffs from Layla on that acoustic album. One of the coolest things about the way that he plays uh, his acoustic stuff is the way that he implies the riffs that he would play on the electric guitar but transfers them onto the acoustic guitar. Now what I mean by that is that that typical Layla riff... 
this one, he doesn't simply play that riff on the acoustic. But what he does, he implies that riff in a really cool and interesting way using chords and finger picking. So first riff we're going to have a look at is the beginning acoustic riff of that version of Layla. It sounds like this. first have a look at the finger position. So the finger position I'm making is a kind of a D chord. If you start off with a D chord and then you take off your middle finger, so you take your middle finger off, so you're only holding down fret 2 on the G string and fret 3 on the B string. This is how I like to play it. And the first thing I'm going to do with my thumb is play the open A. And then I'm going to hammer on to the fret 3, the C on the A string. And when I do that, I'm going to keep my fingers in that kind of half D chord shape. And then with my first and second finger on my plucking hand, I'm going to play strings 3 and 4, which would be open D and that A octave. So it sounds like this. Now this can be quite a hard thing to do, so just really work on making sure you get that nice clean sound. And you can probably hear I'm doing a little bit of vibrato, that's something that I really love about Eric Clapton's playing, the very kind of subtle but quite fast vibrato, as opposed to something slower like, he has that real kind of, so the beginning part. Then the next part is where this uh, partial D chord shape comes in. The next thing we're going to do is still with our second and first finger, we're going to now move them down and play second and third string. So that's... And again, make sure you get a nice clean sound, nice clean tone. And this one actually is quite short, we're going to play straight away go back to that C on the A string so and I cut them completely dead when I move to that A so I move my fingers up and stop holding them down on the second and third string so and then we have this kind of power chord shape moving from fret 1 to 3 to 5. So we're going to start with our first finger on fret 1 on the A string, so that A sharp. Our third finger on fret 3 on the D string. And our little finger on fret 3 on the G string. And we're going to go. So that's. interesting and quite quite tough we're going to play two um, plucks of this chord so that would be a one e and a so bum bum so that kind of swung and then open a string and then move it all up two frets so we're doing the same chord on the third and fifth frets so that's 
then we play this one again twice. And then we have a slap. With your picking hand, slap all the strings. And then finally, up to fret five and seven. So we have. You hear how that kind of falls in on the snares. So it'd be one, two, three, back. So all together. That's my favourite riff from the acoustic version of Layla. The next little Clapton riff we're going to learn is actually one we're going to play with a pick, and this is the main riff from Riding with the King, from the album that he did with B.B. King. I think it was maybe 2005-ish, something like that, around the early 2000s, I think. But this is a really, really cool riff. simple really fun little riff there so let's learn this one so we're going to start on the top string zero and then we're going to have this typical kind of blues that you probably have already played before so we're going to go zero and then two on the fifth string zero again on the top string then four and then zero and then five so the rhythm is boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, ba. So, so I'm going to go down on the top string, up on the sec, on the fifth. So that's zero two zero four zero five zero four zero two zero four zero. tough because I'm playing it with my third finger to little finger hammer on four to five on the fifth string and then with our first finger we're going to play fret two on the fourth string so that's time round we just have one small change which is one more hammer on from four to five so hammer on here so the first time two really cool Eric Clapton riffs for you to practice through. Uh, I would say when you're playing the Layla riff, especially focus on your picking hand, because the picking hand for that one is really important. 
You need to make sure you get the fingers in the right order so you can keep all of those notes ringing when you want them ringing and stopping when you want them to stop. With the second one, just a really fun riff to play around and something really useful and cool that you can throw into a blues in E that you're playing because any 12 bar in E, you can fit that riff in. And it's a really good exercise for um, practicing the hammer-on between your third and fourth finger. So that's it for today. Please head over to the website for any more downloads. Head over to Instagram to keep up to date with everything going on over there. And of course, to purchase our brand new t-shirts. So thanks everyone. I'll see you in the next one. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.